Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Carrie Faith on Purpose show, where we put your health and happiness as our number one priority. I'm your host, Carrie Faith, and I'll be sharing a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to create your masterpiece called Life. I believe that with faith and inspired action, anything and everything is possible. And when you combine it with purpose, there is absolutely no limit to your success. I share my own personal struggles and triumphs while exposing global perspectives about happiness, health, and well-being. We combine talks around spirituality, psychology, and self-development to align your mind, body, and soul. Together, we connect, create, and transform from the inside out. Grab yourself a cup of coffee, tea, or if you're anything like me, a glass of water, or perhaps even some champagne, while we carry faith on purpose together. I am so excited to have my dear friend, Doris Hornstein, here with us today. Thank you for being here. She is a motivational speaker and positive intelligence coach and so much more. I love how the universe has brought us together um, this year. And this is only the beginning, even though it's been such a transformational year. Thank you for saying yes to being on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so looking forward to our chat as if we don't chat offline, but yeah, (laughs) it's lovely to be here. Thank you. Yeah. So you're one of those beautiful souls that is more than just like my online friend where a lot of people that I brought on the podcast and connected with this year were, were through, you know, virtually. And even though we're talking virtually now, it definitely extends past that where we could go in any direction with this um, podcast, but because we are so aligned. Yes. You know, when we met, you know, if you remember when we met in Toastmasters, I just gravitated toward you. I was like, okay, I need to know about Carrie. And when I heard that you, you know, it's Carrie Faith, I'm thinking, well, it was Faith that we met. (laughs) It was. It's Faith that brought us together, I feel like, Um, even though we're probably long lost sisters. (laughs) long ago right but we did we met in like January um in person through Toastmasters and yet our I believe our passions and our purpose are so aligned with this thing called beautiful you're absolutely right you know we we are I think when you said soul sisters you know I mean our soul is in alignment and we may come to it from a different angle but the result is the same thing, right? It's the, it's the, I think of it as the ability to breathe easily, right? And, and you know, I'm going to jump in and saying, you know, that the fact that I am a Hebrew speaker, I bring a lot of that knowledge into the intentions that I set for myself, starting with my breathing. Because the word for breathe is neshima in Hebrew. And the word for soul is neshama. So the, it's very similar. The only difference is, is the tiny little Hebrew letter, which is called the Yud, which represents the source. 
whatever the source is for you. For me, it's God, you know, for depending who the listeners are, but for me, it's God. So, and that letter, godly letter, it's the tiniest letter of the alphabet. So when we insert it into our soul, we're able to breathe. And I just love that concept. You know, the idea of like this breathing and letting God in. Well, it's so ironic that you brought up the word breathe because it's been a constant theme and idea that keeps popping into my life like every day recently. And it's one of the intentions that even personally, um, I am working through that breath work and being intentional with my breath. So it's just so ironic that you brought that up to remind me to slow my breathing. And that's the one constant thing that stays with us from our first breath to our last. And yet we don't think about it, but when we're intentional about it, it's like we can live into the power that we were brought to share with the world. And not only that, I will take it just one step further, you know, as a Jewish person, that there is a prayer that Jews are invited to say every morning when they wake up. And that is, it starts with, and this is the literal, the, the order of the words. It says, thank I you, God, King of the universe, who has brought me back my soul, right? And we say that, and as we are laying in bed, you know, before our legs touch the floor, before we go to the bathroom, for anything, we just say, thank, thank I you. And so it really has like two ideas, the idea of gratitude and the idea of returning our soul and allowing us to breathe. Mm. So these two setting up the intention, because you were talking about intention. So it's like setting up the intention for the day, the idea of gratefulness and breathing. And if we think about that throughout the day, let's breathe, let's connect with our essence because, you know, because what is breathing? It's the allowing us to connect to our essence in the middle of maybe hectic day, confusing day, sad day, especially nowadays, because I think there's a lot of people right now who can use anchoring down with whatever is going on around us. You know, the, the, the politics, the, the, the racial situations in America, the, the, the COVID-19, which is COVID-20, which will be COVID-21, <laughs> all that, you know? So I think it's a, it's a reminder for us and you're doing it exactly right. Well, it is a good reminder. I mean, I think the biggest thing that is affecting us all is the COVID-19, like you said, and how it's disrupting our routines and patterns, especially not only through this year, but through the holidays that are coming up. And yet it's going to have that impact for the rest of our life. But how are we being intentional with using that through perspective I know there's a lot of loss, but it also can bring about different ways of being, being rooted in the present, being rooted in our breath, which we usually never think about and being just grateful for the smallest things in life. You know, you are talking about, and you're saying it in different beautiful ways about the concept of the sage perspective in positive intelligence, which is every situation that we are facing can be turned into 
a gift or an opportunity. And it doesn't mean that the bad thing that happened is, is, is good. No, no, no. It's still bad thing that happened. But what do we do with it moving forward? You know, are we going to stay in that place where we think, you know, oh my, I'm the victim. It happened to us. And what are we going to do? And life sucks and all that kind of stuff. Or are we going to try and work on ourselves and think of anything in it that we can use in a good way for our future? And positive intelligence says that there are in everything, there's three hidden possible gifts, the gift of knowledge, the gift of power, and the gift of inspiration. So even during this time, which is hard, and especially, you know, if it's not during this time, there are many terrible bad things that happen to us in our, maybe in our childhood, maybe growing up, maybe with our jobs, maybe, you know. And so it's not in way of saying, oh, you know, that's not, that's not so bad, it's fine. No, it could have been bad, but can we learn a lesson and use it moving forward? I think, I think that's a practice. And that's I think- exactly, I feel like, what Carry Faith on Purpose is about. That message that we have the empowerment and capability to give meaning to everything that happens in our lives. And I love that you brought up positive intelligence because, and um, earlier you said we just come um, across in different perspectives and angles. And so I have studied positive psychology and now you are a positive intelligence coach. So you wanna kind of fill me in and fill our listeners in as to what makes up this thing called positive intelligence. Beautiful question. Beautiful question. Let me take it one step a little back and say, like, where do I come from for this even work to be open to me? Please so do. We skipped <laughs> we skipped all the way to present day because I think we're just so rooted in the present right here, right now that I usually do. And I would love to hear a little bit about where you were in your background and how it brought you to positive intelligence. Yeah. So I grew up in Israel, uh, served in the Israeli military, was an officer in the Israeli army, came here in, to America in December of 1986. True story, with one suitcase, $600 in December, no coat to Portland, Oregon. And my back then boyfriend, first thing they did is like, okay, we're going to go and get you a coat. <laughs> How can you be in Oregon without a coat? I didn't, it was my first time on a plane, okay? First time. And then over the last 30 years, a little over, I was really immersed in Jewish education. I felt that it was uh, a purpose and a way that I can serve the Jews in this world being out of Israel myself because I love Judaism and I love the wisdom because I think it's universal wisdom that we can glean from. Long story short, in 2014, my sister was diagnosed with cancer, with stage three breast cancer. And I had this awakening to what am I doing? Where is my life leading me? Am I, do I wanna continue to do being an education director, which at that time I was you know, about 15 years then, uh, maybe a little less. And 
And I decided, no, there, I need to get out of the synagogue. I want the world to be my classroom. Mm -hmm. And so when my sister got diagnosed with cancer, I decided, what can I do being 10,000 miles away from her? What can I do to lift her up? You know, I cannot go to any chemo, to every chemotherapy appointment. You know, well, what am I going to do? So I decided that every Saturday night I will put a Facebook video of two, three, four minutes with positive message just out there to the world. And of course, with the idea of my sister. So I did that. I did it for the entire year. Wow. And can you believe it? Entire year. I have more than 50 videos on this Facebook page that I started and I called moments of the heart. And at the end of the year, I thought, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to continue videos? What am I going to do? And I thought, no, 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 let me write it all out. And this writing it all out ended up with my book, Moments of the Heart, and which was published in November of 2019. And to make that book come to life, I had to leave my previous job, which was being an education director. So I did. I left in 2018 in July, and I had no website, and I had no book at that time. I just had manuscript. I had no no uh, organization that would be willing to publish my book. I did not even apply. And literally within six weeks, I had it all. I had the publishing company. I had the website. I knew what I was going to do. And then I start traveling around the country speaking about my book. And then COVID happened. And suddenly I can travel. And I thought, okay, what should I do next? Or what should I do in addition? And, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher arrives. And that's how I felt because suddenly some, somebody came to me and said, oh, Doris, you know, you do so much about positive talk in your book. You should look into positive intelligence, which is really a science that is based on four different sciences. One of them is cognitive psychology, performance psychology, uh, neuroscience. So then I thought, oh, let me do that. So I got connected with Shirzad Shamin, who is, I call the father of positive intelligence. And he actually wrote a book and I have it right here. He wrote a book called Positive Intelligence. And I have done a course with him. And then I am now being coached by him to, to spread the incredible work of positive intelligence, which is the mental fitness. This is the definition really. It's the mental fitness ability to move our mind from negative mindset to positive mindset. Mm -hmm. And we do it through creating new neural pathways in our brain. We move from a place where we sometimes operate out of fear to be more conscientious and to do it out of love. With the understanding that we have many things that sabotages us and everybody has that, you know, mm -hmm. even people who are, uh, have done positive intelligence for forever, they have, we all have saboteurs. Like for example, one saboteur that we all have, tell me if you think about that, it's the idea of judging, judging ourselves, judging other people, judging the, the circumstances. And so that is called, you know, in positive intelligence, it's called the universal judge. Mm. Yeah. And then how do we minimize that? So the idea of creating new neural pathways in our brain 
it's, it's, well, first of all, it has to be the awareness, right? The awareness that, right? Awareness is number one, you know, because if somebody is not aware, they're not ready. They're not ready. So if we're aware, that's great. And then we go into the next step is actually doing things physically by pausing, doing what we call PQ reps, which is sensations of touching, hearing, tasting, seeing, feeling, right? And when we do it slowly and we do it throughout the day, you know, 10, 15 minutes throughout the day, we actually create this elasticity in our brains. And I just think it's, it's fascinating, you know? The whole idea that our brain, that the way we're born and the way we act is not the way we, we will act all the time. If we want to change, we can. And we can in every age, not only as children, even as adults, you know? How much do we want to move from being a, um, negative people to positive people? How much do we want to move from being hopeless to being hopeful? Right? I love that. I think that, well, the positive intelligence is very um, aligned with even what I teach in the sense of being aware, setting that intention, um, being present in your body through like that state change. And then moving forward with how am I going to be intentional throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the year, mm-hmm. and then just letting go. And I feel like sometimes we just hold on, like we're all stuck in those patterns. Like you said, we all have neuro pathways leading us to do the same things over and over and over, whether you like to admit it or not. And that's the awareness piece is just be aware and give yourself empathy and compassion that we're human and then let go of what we're holding on to so tight. And I think this year is a perfect ability to see that. And I hope that more people have, um, are opening up their minds to the possibilities that where we're going does not look the same where we came from and it's okay. Yeah. And you know what? So here you talked about COVID-19. So you could look at it as, oh, oh my, whoa, you know, it's a horrible tragedy. We have this. Okay. Yes, it is bad. Nobody wants COVID-19. Nobody wants the pandemic. Yeah. But it's here. So what is the sage perspective? Look at it as a, a gift and an opportunity for something else. You know, what think of it as, as our Jedi trainer, right? It's like, you know, let it let this corona time be our trainer for a better version of us. And what I love about the positive intelligence work that I do with Shirzad is that because he's coming from the also the neuroscience um, background, he created this app with that actually we do these exercises on this app and it gives us uh, three times a day, this, this uh, a reminder. reminder. Yes. And, and you just do that even in, in the middle of the day, even when things are good, because so many people think, oh, you know, everything is good for me today. I don't have to do anything. Well, the idea is, is the more 
mental fitness ability we have, when crises do happen, we will be more ready for them. Just like, you know, when you go to the gym, right? If you go to the gym one week and then you say to yourself, that's it, I'm done. I've been in the gym. I know how to lift this, whatever, 25 pound weight, whatever. I'm just fine. But what about if you could lift 40 pounds? What about if you can run 10 minutes longer on the treadmill? What about, right? So so that's what mental fitness within positive intelligence is, is the, the ability to lift the 50 pound weight and feel that it's okay rather than just the 10 pound weight. It's the ability to be unlimited, unlimited, right? And limitless because our minds are really designed that way. Even though I feel like, you know, you and I were born in the 1900s. My son always likes to remind me, he's like, you're so 1900s. But we were born into um, a belief system, the idea through science, because it wasn't advanced, that we couldn't stretch our brains. But now we realize we can stretch our brains, just like how faith is unlimited. So is our ability to create. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what, when you're talking about creation, I mean, as a Jewish educator, you know, I'm just like, I'm always going to go back to it, which I think is another enriching level. But you're talking about the idea of create, right? And Jews know that this first story, even Christians, as a matter of fact, know that the first story in the Bible, if they are reading the Bible on the, they would call the Old Testament, I will call the Torah. When we read that, the first thing is the idea of creation, right? It, it, the first story is the creation of, of the universe. And so, so, and it says God create, but when he said create, there is actually one word that he create for God when God creates and another word when human creates. And so God creates, which is more like in the word form, but then we use the other word create, yotzer, as what human being can do. So, and I love that because we can create, we may not create the same way the master of the universe creates, right? The source of all creates, but each and every one of us can create things, can create new realities. And we create the meaning out of everything that happens in our life. And so I think that since we are, you know, sharing this conversation towards the end of 2020, but it may live on forever, right? This um, video and the podcast, it's like, be it, this is the time to think about what we want to create in the future and to know that we can, like you said, God created the universe and then we have the ability to create our lives. Absolutely. And when you talk about, you know, the idea of intention, I must share with you because the idea of the words intention and direction in Hebrew share the same Hebrew root. Mm. So when we put our intention in the right place, right? When we are, when our life is not like a, just a, 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 a product of all these events put together without us planning, but when we have intention, then, we, then our directions become clear. You know, then we know where we're going. Otherwise it's like a boat that keeps on turning around itself in the middle of the water, you know, not knowing which direction to go, right? It's the idea of going someplace and we can, it can become clearer to us when our intention is uh, is more clear, it's like wh where do you want to go? 
you know, and then so you the intention going. is basically the direction of exactly. where we're going. So it's funny because in my own, I, I've created a five-step process, the um, positive mindset mastery, and it the intention is step three, and then step four is the direction. But I never knew that it was a, it's the same root in the Hebrew language. And I love talking to my native um, Hebrew speakers because there's so many um it just brings light to everything that we know as being modern day humans it's like I, yes yes this. you know i am a proponent <laughs> to for the hebrew language because i think there is so much hidden wisdom in it. And, and I, you know, when I do my talks, not necessarily about positive intelligence, but when I talk as far as being a, an educator, when I talk about the magic and the mystery of the Hebrew letters and the Hebrew language, and it is amazing. You know, just to give you an example that comes to my head right now, the idea of, of balance, right? In the medical world, the idea of balance came in the 20th century, much later on than when the Hebrew language actually knew it because the way to say balance is izun and it's come from the word ozen which means ear how do human being when did the medical profession found out that the balance really stays in your ear right when you have a vertical it's in your ear in hebrew it has been known for thousands of years wow and only recently do the medical profession caught up with it and says oh it's in the ear i'm like really what is happening? In Hebrew, we knew it all along. So that kind of things, when you look at Hebrew, it opens up a beautiful box of treasure, treasure. And, and that's what I love also about, because I bring it into positive intelligence, right? I bring all these little pieces. Even if somebody is not Jewish, many times they appreciate learning about that connection. So, and, and then connect it to the ear, right? What we eat, what we hear, creates a balance in our life. You know, what do we let sip into our brains? Yes. Yeah, so let's, um, I want to talk about that because in the self-development world, you know, we talk about being a guard to your mind and what we put in our minds is just as important as what we put into our bodies through this mind, body, soul connection. So and also just to help anyone that's listening, if someone is really having a hard time having, seeing the light in the darkness, what would be the best advice that you could give someone? Oh my gosh. Okay. The first advice is feel a sense of empathy where you are in this journey. Mm. Sometimes when we feel bad, we feel sometimes bad for ourselves, bad for our situation. I want you to envision, I mean, there's so many advice I could give, but I want you to envision yourself as a five-year-old for a second. If you have a picture in front of you, use that picture of yourself as a five-year-old. Look at the glimmer in the eyes. Look at the positivity that this person had before. And this person, by the way, is you, is you. When I did this exercise, I swear to God, I started crying because my heart just became so big with love to my younger self, which is me. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we're like a vase. We became, you know, think of a vase when there's flowers in it and you don't change the water. 
right? It becomes kind of filmy and dirty and, you know, not clear, right? That's what happens to us as we grow older and we forget to wash ourselves from the inside, right? We become, it's very hard for the light to shine through us. And one of the ways to clean it spiritually and, and, and positive intelligence way is to have this empathy toward ourselves, which is one of the, sa- the first sage powers that we all have. We have 10 things that can sabotage us, us and then we have five sage powers that can help us through, you know, exploring, activating, navigating is just the other ones. But so empathy toward ourselves. And then the other exercise I would have a person do is, you know, besides taking you into your youth, I want you to envision your elder, wiser self. Mm-hmm. You know, think for a second, God willing, you, you, you see it, that you're well and that you're physical and that you're healthy in mind, body, and soul, right? What would that person 30 years from now tell you about you right now and about your situation? What advice can this person give you? And you will see that that person 30 years from now loves you so much and will tell you a certain advice. Heed to it. Like, listen, you know, take the time to focus on that. And when you do that, you you will come out feeling better of your situation right now. And the last thing I would say, surround yourself with the people that can lift you up Mm -hmm. rather than bring you down or put you down. Yeah, that's so very true about who we surround ourselves with. And even though we're so um, disisolated in our homes because we can't travel the world, it's still important that we're mindful about who we put ourselves into virtual rooms with. And it goes back to who and what are we feeding our ears and our minds Mm -hmm. and listening to, to take Mm -hmm. us to that 30 year old self. And I love that exercise because it is very powerful. I've done it and I will probably do it again before the end of the year, maybe even today, because um, I'm running a gratitude challenge today. And the challenge was, which whenever you're listening or watching this, write a thank you letter to, you know, anyone, but write a thank you letter as someone, as yourself 30 years from now, write that thank you letter back to yourself. So that is such a powerful exercise. And so I'm going to invite anyone watching or listening to do that. Oh, I will do it. That's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. I think it's a really good way also to, you know, finish out this year, 2020, is to think like 2050, like what are we going to be thinking and what advice would you give that self Yes, 2020 if you're in 2050 or even 2030, right? Yes, yes, your older, wiser self. I cannot, you know, it, it, I did this exercise, you know, this visualization and it was so beautiful because I actually, I, and I recorded it saying, you know, you, you are sitting on a chair and then you are lifted up and you, you know, you, you are going up above the cloud, above this, above the really high. And then you, and then you feel like you're moving in a very secure way on your chair, you know, very comfy, beautiful, secure chair. And then 
your chair slowly comes down to a different time zone, right? In 30 years from now. And I, and I focused on what I was seeing, the, the, the me in 30 years, I focused on my eyes on my face on my beautiful wrinkles on my, and then, and then, you know, this person was sitting by a beautiful house looking over the beach mm-hmm. and, and that person was talking to me. And then, you know, it was words of encouragement and words of love and words of, you know, this is not going to be this act, this feeling, these things that happen is not what's going to define you. You know, you define you, right? Don't let other people or other situation define who you are. You know, it's you. And sometimes when a problem looks, feels so big, years down the line, when you look back at it, it wasn't. Or you look at the gift that it offered you. You know, and I look at my life, you know, things that happened that I thought, oh, why did it happen to me? Now I'm thinking, thank God it happened to me. Right. If this year didn't happen to us and for us, I mean, this podcast wouldn't be here. (laughs) We wouldn't be here. It's just. I wouldn't be doing positive intelligence. Exactly. (laughs) I wouldn't have written my book either. I wouldn't have gotten that out into the world. And it's just so many things that um, have come out of it. And that just remember, I love how you brought up that empathy is one of the most important lessons to and emotions to express to ourselves. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how the listeners and watchers can get a hold of you if they want to learn more about positive intelligence, which everyone needs to. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. This is so exciting. So my website is dorishorenstein.com and perhaps you can write it in the notes, in the show notes later. Just Yeah. And there, there is my page about positive intelligence. There's a page about team building and collaboration that I do using positive mindset and, and just bringing positivity into the workplace. And then, you know, I speak, I also run, as part of Positive Intelligence, I run an eight-week program where they get videos from Shirzad, who is my coach, and and then we do live coaching, and you get the app that I was telling you about, right? And and also the book, they get the book. And I'm starting a new pod the first week in December, actually December 7th, so it may be the second week in December. And I invite people to actually join me on this. So if when you hear this, send me an email at dorishornstein at gmail.com and, or find me on my website and connect with me through there. I would be happy to invite you to be part of the pod, which now it's, it's like it's growing and it's just so terrific. And because it's 2020, I'm giving 20% discount on the price. So nice. Yes. And if anyone's listening to this after December 7th, I just want to add that Doris, like you live, breathe and die what you speak. And so this is something like that is constant, that is not going away. And I see why we are so aligned because of our mission to just spread that positive intelligence and faith and hope and inspiration to everyone and everywhere. Thank you. Thank you for having me in your show. It's like beautiful on your podcast. I'm so grateful. 
And I'm feeling lucky that, uh, that our path crossed, but we know it was not a coincidence. No, because I don't think that I've added this, but you are now my son's teacher through his journey of learning um, the Hebrew language and the Hebrew tradition, which is going to carry on generations and generations. So your work is so powerful. Thank you. I love your son, just so you know. (laughs) Keep your faith, right? And thank you for being with me today. Thank you. Thank you for listening and investing your time with me because I believe we are all here to learn, grow, and evolve effortlessly into the future. If you enjoyed what was shared today, I encourage you to subscribe, rate, review, and share because together we can do so much more. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Carrie Faith on Purpose to find out more opportunities to uncover your deepest why.